this is the Truth Real Podcast. I'm Troy, your host. So, greetings in the name of Jesus. Listen, I, I came across some real, I want to call, good content. Uh, on this show from time to time, I might, you know, play clips of interviews and give my commentary. Uh, especially when I hear people who are in leadership and they have a large platform of listeners and they, and they don't tell whole truths. Okay, when you tell a half a truth, that's a lie. Okay, and when it comes to things like salvation, those type of topics, and you have that platform to talk about salvation, I believe we have to make it very, very clear. There's enough confusion already in the land, in the world already. People don't know what God is. People don't know what church is. People don't understand what faith is. And there's a lot of confusion. So as ministers, we cannot be a part of the confusion. Scripture says this. Study to show yourself approved, a workman, not as shame, where you can write your divided word of truth. And it says, with all thy getting, get understanding. So you can understand. So when you preach and you teach, you can make also people understand. So anyway, I can't remember. By the way, hold on. Before I go too far. Truth for Real podcast is not is, is based on this. Biblical foundational truth. It's not based on intellect. It's not based on philosophy. It's not based on my own personal ideology, on my own personal perspective, or my own personal opinion. But it's birth, birth, based on, I'm sorry, biblical truth period now I'm going to try to find this interview uh, and it's uh, John Gray did an interview uh, him and his wife Inventor on the Breakfast Club it just came up on my phone and I listened to it listened to the whole interview and then some things he said really stood out to me I mean it really did so I'm going to play a clip of this interview for you and I want you to be judged and tell me what you think uh, now <laughs> I said tell me what you think I want some people you hear this this um podcast and leave a comment send me a recorded message i gotta get this one out there uh this is pastor john gray very internationally known pastor and by no way am i trying to throw him up under the bus uh that's not my idea but i am going to address something that i heard that i know is not true so i'm gonna go ahead and start the clip be real at home you have more power in public when you're when you're the same in private so i just i just i'm called to push my husband into the greatest place of purpose and realization of who he is at home so that when he's stepping onto the platform he's being the real him and not trying to become anything for whatever setting he's in not the flavor of the day not the whatever is popping let me be that just be you and whoever you're called to reach that's who you'll reach and everybody won't like you everybody won't understand you and i and i get that but i'm i'm fully aware of who god created me to be i'm a pastor's wife but i also have tattoos and i like braids and i like wigs and i like you know hip-hop and i like beyonce and if <laughs> but i and i also know god and i can pray for you and i can- now i'm gonna stop right there i wasn't gonna do this at first but i'm gonna stop i'm gonna stop it i might even go back and play it over again now she said i'm a pastor's wife but I, I got, I think I like braids, uh, have tattoos, uh, I like hip-hop. Now, something that's past tense is past tense. Something that is current is current. Now, I have tattoos myself also, uh, but as I've grown in the Lord, I realize I can't get any more. I'll just leave it at that. I'm not going to try to put nobody in the lake uh, say that you're going to go to hell for a tattoo. Me, personally, I won't get any more tattoos. I want them, but I'm not going to get them. Now, the woman just said she likes hip-hop 
and Beyonce. Well, we all know what hip-hop is. If you do any study or background on the origination of hip-hop, it's not a good thing. See, here's the thing right here. When it comes to us as men and women of God, okay, um, we have to be careful. We put in our eye gate and our ear gate. That's what we look at and what we listen to. When it comes to music, I can't listen to everything because some things feed my flesh and other things feed my spirit. You understand? So I can't play music that's going to feed my flesh. And hip-hop, there's nothing good about hip-hop at all, especially this new hip-hop. All they talk about is sex and drugs and, and murder. And we know that's the truth, all right? Hip-hop is known for sex, drugs, and murder. Am I right? And self-gratification and self-acknowledgement and being lovers of oneself. So hip-hop in itself is something that we as men and women of God cannot listen to. Now, that's our prerogative to listen to hip-hop. But what I'm saying is when we say these things on open air, and, and you know, and, and there's, what, a half million people listen to, to, that, to that radio talk show. So a half a million people are going to hear her say, not only does she like hip-hop, but she also listens to Beyonce. And th this just really got me. So let's keep on listening. I can tell you about my faith and how far it has brought me. That doesn't disqualify me because I might listen to her a little bit and actually love it. You she know loves what I'm God saying? too? Absolutely. Right. Yeah. That's the thing. Now, now Charlemagne, which is the host, said she loves God too. Does she? The Bible says this. He that loves God does not what? Commit sin. And if you commit sin... Not only do you, you don't, you don't even know God. You don't know him at all. So how can you say Beyonce loves God? She cannot love the God of the Bible, the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. Now, I'm convinced she loves the God of this world, Satan. Matter of fact, uh, Beyonce is a known Satanist, her and her husband. One of his famous quotes, Jay-Z, he wears a shirt that says, do as I wilt. Okay, so they 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 into Aleister Crowley and and the Satanic Bible and all these things. So can do we just say anything out of our mouth? The Bible says we're gonna be judged for every idle word. So I mean, I, I'm trying to understand. Do you hear? I'm I'm trying to understand what's being said, what's being conveyed. I don't think it's a good representation of what a good Christian woman ought to be. Am I saying that she ain't a Christian? I'm not saying that. But some of the things she's saying is very misleading. And, I mean, listen, listen. <sighs> Serving God is what is the Bible says this. If any man be my disciple, he must first deny himself, pick up his cross, and follow me. That means deny your flesh with its desires. There's this whole separation of the us versus them. We need to get rid of that. All of us are the exact same. All of us need... And the separation thing. I'm going to cut this. The separation thing. The Bible says, come out and be ye separate. Okay? Come out from among them and be ye separate. Now, listen. We are supposed to be a light amongst the darkness. Uh, among the darkness. A light unto the world. That we are. So, when we see people who live in darkness, we don't, we don't, we, we still witness to them. We still be a light. We're still the salt of the earth. But we don't hang around and integrate with these people of darkness. What fellowship does light have with darkness? In other words, what type of cat compatibility does light have with darkness? None. None at all. So, listen. We are different. We are not like them. Okay? 
uh, 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 we have freedom of choice uh, like they have, but we are not like them. Because the Bible says this, there ought to be a distinction between holy and unholy. Do we both need the grace of God? Yes, but I'm not like a sinner. I'm, I don't have nothing in common with a sinner except I got blood in my body, and I, I, I mean, and I got, I, I got blood in my body, and I, and I got breath. That's what we have in common. Other than that, I don't have nothing in common with a sinner. I'm not like them. We are not the same. There ought to be a distinction. That might be the problem. If if I'm just the same as a sinner, what do I have in it as an example? What can God do for them if we're both the same? Do you understand what I'm saying? So let's go. Let's continue. Ah, lost man of you. Give me a minute. Here we go. It's coming back up. At GCU, earning your MBA degree online comes with the college experience to advance your career. In Here we go. All of us need the grace of God. All of us have been That's through. That's true. Things. I agree All with that. All of us have a past. All of us, you know, have have done some things we aren't. You know, proud of. Can we know? all be saved, or do you think there's people that listen? Just, we can't do anything. I think everybody can be, but the most some people will choose not to be. Yeah. The hardest thing in the world is to go to hell. The easiest thing in the world to do is get to heaven. Because yep. all it takes is a confession of your mouth. Anybody who tries to add more to it than that is being overly religious. Right. Confess with your mouth, believe in your heart that Jesus That's is Lord. It. You shall be saved. But people want you to jump through hoops to please. Now here we go. This is what caught my attention. This is what I'm going to deal with. The man just said that the hardest thing to do is to go to hell and the easiest thing to do is go to heaven. Is that a true statement? Is that truth? See, here's where the deception comes in. Deception comes in when I tell part truth and part lie. This is what makes the Louis Farrakhan so dangerous because I'll give him this much. I'll say that he tells 75% truth and 25% lie. The problem with Louis Farrakhan is, is his theology. The issue with John Gay right now is his theology. His, his study of God, his understanding of God, his understanding of biblical commentary. Because everybody that understands the Bible knows what he just said is not a true statement. But I'm going to prove it with the Bible, not my mouth. So if you got your Bibles, listen to this podcast. Go to Matthew chapter 7, and we're going to get right to the meat. We're going to start, uh, let's see. We're going to start at verse number 13. And I've got my Bible parallel. I got Matt, I got King James on one side and the EXB, which is the extended uh Bible on the other side. I'm going to read both both uh, versions. Let's start with 13. It says this, Enter ye in at the straight gate, for wide is a gate, and broad is a way that leadeth to destruction, and many and many there be with go therein. So we understand that straight is the gate. Straight is the gate. To get to Christ is a straight gate, one way, one narrow way. For wide is a gate, and broad is a way that leadeth to destruction. So guess what? When you're going down the path of destruction, it's a broad path. Okay? And many go there. Now let's read this in the EXB. Matter of fact, in the EXB, 
the description over the EXB when it comes to verse 13 says this the way to heaven is hard but John Gray just said that it's easy to go to heaven and it's hard the hardest thing is to go to hell so what he's saying is, is contrary to scripture verse 13 EXP enter through the narrow gate because the gate is wide and the road is wide it's broad spacious or easy we're talking about that broad road that wide road that spacious road it says it's easy that leads to hell destruction ruin and many people enter through that gate this is what the bible says see we can't listen to what a man says but here's the problem this man was speaking to a half a million listeners on the breakfast club tune into that radio show who heard this line who heard it well that pastor john gray said the hardest thing to do is to go to hell and i think he said that all you gotta do is confess the lord jesus and believe that's it and that's just an introduction to christ when you have those few minutes to share the gospel to share salvation you got to be stick to the script i'm talking about the scripture the scripture we can't we can't we cannot sugarcoat it all right we can't water it down we gotta shoot straight black and white just like christ did he said repent or perish they right when peter preached his greatest sermon his first greatest sermon the jew said what must we do he said repent be baptized in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, every one of you, and you'll receive the Holy Spirit. That's what he said, black and white. That's what he said. There was no sugar to it. He kept it straight. And when we preach the gospel, we have to keep it straight. When we share salvation, we must keep it straight. Let's go to verse 14. Because straight is the gate, and narrow is the way, which leadeth into life. You hear that? Because straight is the gate, and narrow is the way which leadeth unto life, and few there be that find it. So this narrow way, the Bible says, few even find the way. Few even find that way. What does it say in EXB? But the gate is small, and the road is narrow, or difficult, or hard. So the road that leads to heaven is difficult. It's hard that leads to true life only few people find that road Lord have mercy it's what the word says now verse 15 says this and I'm not calling John Gray a false prophet but what he said was false it says be careful that's the EXB watch out for false prophets they come to you looking gentle like sheep distinguished like sheep in sheep's clothing but they are really dangerous like wolves underneath inwardly they are ravenous vicious ferocious wolves did you hear that this is what God has to say huh listen like I said I didn't come in to put John Gray under the bus I came to just correct a lie with the truth. This is the truth for a broadcast. And on the truth for real broadcast, we believe in speaking truth. Okay? And I, I would love for people to leave a comment 
on this on this podcast. Tell me how you feel. Tell me what you think. Until the next broadcast.